0: It's interesting that I have to push beyond my like local mom community. Totally. Know, in a big way to find this
1: I mean, that makes me also just wonder almost like how much of that is also by design if, you know, fat people can't get help with like fertility stuff and like Yeah. You know, like yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah. It's hard. Plus like straight mannered, you know, a whole situation.
1: So oh, yeah.
0: There's that. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Burnt Toast. This is the podcast about diet culture, anti-fat bias, parenting, and health. I'm Virginia Soul Smith. I also write the Burnt Toast newsletter.
1: And I'm Corinne Fay. I work on Burnt Toast and run Celtery Plus, an Instagram account where you can buy and sell plus-size clothing.
0: And it is time for, well, this was supposed to be your October indulgence gospel, but we ran September and October, and now it is your November indulgence gospel So we are going to answer your questions like we do every month. We are going to get into a lot of really good fat fashion racks. We are going to talk about hair. And I've got a little divorce update at the end if you're curious.
1: This is also a paywalled episode. That means to hear the whole thing, you'll need to be a paid Burnt Toast subscriber. It's just $5 a month or $50 for the year
0: or you can join Extra Better at $10 a month. You get a monthly live Ask Me Anything chat with me and even more Indulgence Gospel. So click the link in your episode description or go to virginiasoulsmith.substack.com to join us. Well, I've been wanting to talk to you about pants. (laughs) We have been talking about how we often start with the weather. We've decided this podcast version of the weather is pants. because. There is always a lot to say about pants. <laughs> yeah. And it's somewhat weather related. It does change with the weather. And I think of all the clothing things we get questions about. Like, Oh, man. Let's just assume that we're always going to talk about pants, friends. So you yeah. don't have to panic that there's not going to be the pants related content that you need in these episodes.
1: Yeah. We are definitely not alone in having pants
0: problems. It is a universal struggle of the burnt toast community?
1: Here's what I'm struggling with right now. Okay. It just got cold enough to start wearing pants again, so I'm, like, pulling my pants out of my closet.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: All summer, I've been wearing bike shorts, and I feel like I can't figure out what the pant equivalent of bike shorts is. Like, it seems like it would be leggings, but it's not. But wait, why is it not? (laughs) I don't understand. I just feel like... (laughs) They're literally bike shorts that go down to (laughs) your (laughs) ankles. Like, I feel like the type of shirts that I'm wearing with bike shorts are, like, sort of fancy shirts, like a, like, button-up or something and then when you wear that with leggings it just looks wrong
0: wait I need to stand up so you can see. we can't stand oh, up no, all the that's way that's
1: literally what you're wearing I'm
0: wearing a button down <laughs> shirt with leggings right now Corinne are you telling okay, me well, I am wrong
1: I feel like it looks cool on you but okay <laughs> to be discussed no. the other thing is I pulled out my jeans from last year and like I don't know if like over the summer jean styles changed but mm. Like now, my jeans that I thought seemed cool last year don't feel cool anymore. They feel like weirdly kind of too short and just like,
0: are we done I don't finally? Know. Is it the tyranny of the cropped ankle finally behind us? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to do flares or no, jinkos everybody's or low doing rise. Flares. No, no, I'm unavailable for all of those. I mean, I know some people have sensory issues and really hate high rise, but I feel like I have the opposite sensory issue and really hate low rise. And flares, I don't need to relive my trauma. Like, that was a dark time for elder millennials. Growing up in New England, no. Flesh, dirt, (laughs) just dragging around all of the pavement Mm -mm. with you everywhere you went. Mm -mm. (laughs) Okay, so I am wearing last year's jeans as well.
1: And I am wearing the Gap ones. The
0: Gap ones. And I did also pull out my Madewell skinny jeans. I'm a basic bitch. I don't know what to tell you. They still fit me. So I was like, they're like leggings, but denim. They're not as comfortable as leggings, but sometimes it seems fine. But I do find myself wishing there was a category of jeans between the skinny jeans and the straight leg jean. Hmm. Like a still straight but not skin tight jean. like a
1: tapered but but not baggy. tapered
0: that's sounding wrong like tapered is like is like, it i don't i don't think i want a taper exactly i want like i think what happens with plus size jeans is they often continue to cut the leg wide yeah which makes sense for lots of folks plus size bodies but doesn't make sense for my plus size body So, like, I I know, like, Daisy Gillespie bought the same pair of gaps to straight leg jeans that I have. And because Mm -hmm. she's straight size, like, we were like, these are two entirely different pants. Like, mine are much baggier than hers. And I'm like, I would like a jean that's, like, a little narrower than a straight leg that fits, like, a wide leg. Well, that's what I mean by taper. I guess that's what you
1: mean. I really want a pair of corduroy pants. Ooh,
0: that sounds fun. But it
1: feels like... All the plus size ones like aren't quite what I'm looking for. They look like corduroy pants that I wore in the 2000s, <laughs> <laughs> or they're like elastic waist, like they look like toddler pants. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I want something that's a little more like trousery, trousery. corduroy.
0: You're not like in the market for a corduroy jogger, which would be like yeah, the like, slight toddler vibe. Yeah. I have not seen any good corduroy pants. Hopefully people will put that in the comments because I'm also interested. I did try the Gap ones last year and they were really bad.
1: I found one good pair at Target, but they're like sold out in my size. So I ordered like every adjacent size to try. <laughs> to see. And they're also only in white or pink,
0: which Ooh, feels
1: like a that's lot.
0: That's a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we need to get back to this legging shirt conundrum because... Okay. I'm wondering if it's that like with a bike short, you would wear a slightly shorter shirt than you would want to wear with a legging. Like, I don't think that I would wear this button down shirt with my bike shorts. If the shirt is too long with bike shorts, I often yeah. feel like, does it look like I forgot pants? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, does it yeah, look yeah, like yeah. I'm wearing a too short <laughs> dress and I meant to put something underneath and I forgot? Can I happen. I
1: like that look though. <laughs>
0: Well, I don't want, I'm not here to style shame you. If that's your look, that's great. But I feel like one of my children would be like, where are your pants? And then I would feel shamed by them and their superior style. So I feel like with leggings, I wear a slightly longer shirt.
1: Maybe also like going to the gym, I'm like, I feel weird wearing leggings, like, out in the world. They're just,
0: like, such a workout vibe for you right now. I don't know. I've been living in this. I'm wearing, for the audience, a chambray button-down shirt from Universal Standard that I have been wearing with all of my leggings and my Veja sneakers. And it's kind of my, like, I mean, it is very suburban mom, sure. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying it's not. I feel like the fact that the sneakers are a cool brand helps a little. And I wear, like, a fun-colored, like, I've got my bright pink sports brown underneath. So that's kind of fun. It was funny, actually. On Friday, I was going to dinner at my cousin's and I was texting my sister, like, I'm having a hard time deciding what to wear. And I was wearing, like, this exactly what I'm wearing right now, like leggings, sneakers, button-down shirt. And I was like, but should I dress it up for dinner, even though you're going to someone's house? Like, you know how sometimes you're like, I don't know how dressed up I need to be to go eat dinner in someone's yeah. house. We're not going to a restaurant. And we were texting. And then I ended up switching and I sent her a picture because I switched to black leggings and a linen button-down shirt. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, it's the same outfit, but it's different colors. So much fancier. (laughs) It's my dressy leggings and shirt combo. (laughs) Totally. So that's maybe my new uniform. I don't know.
1: I mean, it's a good uniform.
0: I am who I am. I'm here drinking my tea and my East Fork mug and my chambray shirt. And I'm just a coastal grandma just trying (laughs) Mm. to get through the day. And it is what it is. But I do hear you. I feel like it's like the fanciness of the button-down shirt. It does need to be a casual shirt with leggings.
1: Yeah, you have to like get the proportions right. I don't know. I'm going to have to experiment. Yeah. Also, are you wearing socks with your sneakers if you're wearing leggings? Not yet because it hasn't been cold
0: enough here. And probably once it's cold enough to require socks, I will switch to ankle boots with my leggings.
1: Okay. Yeah, because I feel like sometimes the sneaker sock legging thing gets
0: weird. It gets complicated. If I'm going to be walking a lot, my feet will get sweaty. I wear, like, the no-show socks. Mm. Or if I'm just, like, quick, I would just go barefoot in the sneakers. But, yeah, like, I'll switch. Like, I have, like, my Target clog boots that'll come out soon. Ooh. Or, like, another kind of ankle boot. All right. I think that's our pants news.
1: Yes, yeah, stay tuned.
0: Very important. I have one other quick update from a past podcast. I think this was two Indulgence Gospels previous. Okay. Ago. Thank you. <laughs> it was hard to say. I was mentioning that I wasn't wearing my favorite universal standard jersey dress and other things because you always get the oil stain right in the middle of your boobs. And we talked about how that's a common struggle. And people had so many thoughts about stain removal, which I really appreciated. And I tried several methods and the combination that got all the stains out of that dress, which I thought was like history, like it had been through the dryer, it was like done for. It was this product called Puracy, which is a foaming stain remover thing that I put on and let it sit for like a day or two. And then right before I washed it, I put on a dab of Dawn dish soap. And that combination has brought back a lot of my T-shirts and sweatshirt type things from the dead.
1: That's really cool. I'm going to try that because I have the same problem. Yeah, I think
0: Dawn by itself for like a less set in stain will totally do the job. Hmm. But for this like had been through the dryer was totally like I thought it was baked in forever. This worked.
1: Yeah. One other thing that has happened since the last time we talked is that I got the updated COVID vaccine. Yay. And as everyone on the internet was talking about, people who weigh over 200 pounds... Are supposed to get a bigger needle and so when i went to get it i went to like a walgreens just made an appointment online Mm -hmm. and when i got into the like little consultation room i was like so i heard that people that weigh over whatever are supposed to get a bigger needle and the guy was sort of like oh yeah i have heard that (laughs) And I was like, okay, so are we going to use a bigger needle? And he was like, well, how big are your arms?
0: What? What?
1: <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I what? was just like, they're really big. <laughs> like, <laughs> why? I don't know. <laughs> like, how would you quantify that? First of all, you're looking at me. You can tell how big they are. It's not like, you know, the individual weight of one arm. And yeah, just to be clear, I'm like way over that threshold. And also like that needle threshold, it's like there's no even advice for being over that. Like it's not like over this weight use one and a half inch, over this weight use two inch. And I don't know. They did have one and a half inch needles and he used them. But like when you see it, it's like not even that much bigger. Like I was just like, oh God, that's not even really making a difference, but whatever. But
0: you're glad you did it. It was fine. I'm glad you did it too.
1: That yeah. response
0: is absurd. It was so funny. I was just
1: like, have you ever talked to a person before? <laughs> like,
0: Sir, how often do you leave your house? Yeah. Is this a new experience for
1: you? How big are your arms? <laughs> <laughs> Again, well, you're sitting there with your arms. Like, it's not like you left and them. And they in- are big. And you can see them.
0: I don't know. Oh, my God. That's so funny and weird. What a weird Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. And also, that's really funny. Well, you and I texted about this before I got my COVID booster. And then I also went to a Walgreens. And even though I made an appointment, I ended up waiting for like 45 minutes. Oh, God. And by the time I got in there, I was like so over the whole experience. I completely forgot to ask. And so I just got the regular needle. And who knows? Who knows whether yeah. that was going to be okay or not. I mean, I, I'm i like, well, I rolled some dice. I literally got back in my car and was like, fuck. Yeah. But I was not about to go back and be like, can I have another one with the bigger needle just in case? No, no. That didn't work. All right, let's get into some questions. Do you want to read the first one?
1: Yes. I've been staunchly anti-diet for several years now. Earlier this year, I was diagnosed with a condition and was told changing my diet could help keep it from progressing. I spiraled because I've been taught to believe that any diet change is just bullshit anti-fatness and doctors don't know what they're talking about. But I'm coming to realize sometimes that's true and sometimes it's not. I haven't made diet changes yet and my condition has worsened despite other measures. I'm considering small changes to see what happens. I feel like there's no nuance in this space. Yes, you can be healthy at every size, but what if you aren't and food is part of the treatment? I now feel like I'm deconstructing both diet culture and anti-diet culture to figure out what's going to help me. It's hard and scary, and I wish this was something that was discussed in these spaces. Not every piece of nutrition advice is bullshit. How do we bring more nuance to this space?
0: Okay, Freelist, this is where we leave you. To hear our response to this, plus so much more. Fat fashion talk, fat hair, fat friends, lots of good stuff, of course, our butters you will need to be a paid subscriber. Just click the link in your episode description or go to virginiasoulsmith.substack.com to join us.